I bow to all the seekers of truth. I bow because I see the category of seeking writ large on your faces. And you have been seeking for ages the truth. And as you have heard Dr. Warren, he also went through all kinds of seekings in his life and he was really frustrated. And he felt there's nothing like truth, nothing who would do these things for the sake of truth. Truth is there, but it manifests in its own time, in its own course. It has to be understood that we do not understand truth through our mental projections or through our emotional projections, all other things that we do, which we can do as human beings. <coughs> as he's describing to you other methods and things like that, we should be honest to ourselves and kind to ourselves because we are seekers of ages and this seeking has to be fulfilled. We should not try to play around with words, with misidentifications. Even some people say, Mother, we have paid money to this particular person, so we must go ahead with it. This kind of superficial attitude or a frivolous attitude or a kind of a wrongly adjusted attitude has to be brought to normalcy. There has to be the truth as there have been many prophets, many incarnations, great personalities who talked of truth, none of them took any money, did not have any Rolls Royces, did not live on the earnings of the people whom they talked to. They were self-respecting, glorious people. They believed that they could talk to people, they could communicate with them, but you found it that it was so difficult. People were so conditioned. Whenever they wanted to talk to someone, they found that they are confronted with people who were so conditioned by some sort of a money-oriented organization, like the Jews wanted to crucify Christ. For what? What did he do to them? Did he do any wrong? Nothing. Why? Because they were identified with a wrong type of an ideology that they cannot accept Christ who has suffered from them. They have to suffer themselves, otherwise they cannot go to God. <coughs> this is just a misunderstanding about God's wishes and His ways. Why will He want you to suffer? He is not a cruel God to His own children. So you must suffer and you know the Jews suffered. If you ask for something, you get it. In India the custom is to fast. They fast and fast. I mean, if you ask them eight days out of the week, they fast at least for five days. And we have fasting going on automatically in our country. You don't ask for miseries. If you ask for miseries, you'll get miseries, but if you ask for blessings, God gives you blessings. He's a kind, the kindest of all, 
He is the source of joy. He is the source of all that is blissful, of peace and of that greatness and nobility about which we have heard. Now, to understand yourself, first of all you must know that you are all seekers and you are seekers of truth. Don't run after something that is not yet the truth. That is one thing I have to tell you. Shri Krishna described very well about six thousand years back the three types of permutations and combinations that are formed in human beings. The first ones are the tamasikas, are the people who run after something that is wrong, stick on to it, emotional people, they fall in love with one woman, they'll waste all their life falling in love with that woman. This life is so precious, this human life is made out of so many tribulations, such care, such gentle handling. You have no idea as to how you are made from amoeba to this stage. And at this stage to come and suddenly take your ego into your hands and try to do what you like is absurd. Second type of people are the ones who are the rajasikas, those who live with the ego orientation, with the ego prompting, like they form an organization, all right, this is my organization, I am great, this is my race, I am a special being, this, that. Self-opinionated, hypocritically, and they don't know what is right and what is wrong. They are harming themselves unnecessarily and harming others without being aware of it. Like in London we have something called punks and they also came to my program. And the surgeons were rather worried about them, but I said, let them be seated. When I asked them a question, why do you do all these things, putting pins into your uh, knee, uh, cheeks and into your noses and painting your hair, what is the need to do this outward thing? There is no need to do this. So they said, that, can you tell us what's wrong with us? No, you can't answer. There's no wrong, because if you want to cut your nose, what's wrong? If you want to destroy yourself, what's wrong? Because you think you have created your own body, you think this body is for your own domain, that you can do what you like with your body or with your mind or with whatever you think is your own, it is all God's creation. He has created for a very special purpose. He has created you to enter into His kingdom, to enjoy the peace and joy and the great citizenship of His domain where He takes you out of the realm of cause and effect. You just go beyond cause and effect. This is what it is. If somebody calls himself a guru or he says that I'm doing this and I'm this and they say branded themselves as something, let us see if they have gone beyond the effects of cause and, cause and effects. Like we always think of a sickness like Kundalini now will rise and solve that problem. We think of a disease, when we say that this is the cause because of this, this disease has come, Kundalini is beyond and she will rise and tell you that no, these two things do not exist. The cause does not exist, so the effect does not exist. We have to go to that realm which is absolutely nourishing, fulfilling, understanding and thinking. What we think with our mental projection, 
is nothing but a linear projection. We move in a linear direction, like science. Now we are going in one linear direction, ultimately we created atom bomb and now we are aghast. What have we created to kill ourselves? Any linear movement, mental movement goes to the extreme of the right-sided people which are called as Rajasikas to such an extent that they see the effects of that and then they get frightened. The way we have developed industrially ourselves also, we have done the same harm to ourselves. Now we don't know because there is acid rain coming, all the trees are getting lost, the ecological balance is gone. So we come to the point that we have lost our balance. Now what is the balance is, as he has told you, that on that green portion that you see is the balance established. The other day, Dr. Warren asked me a question, Mother, why should we have dharma? Why should we have balance? I used to say that you must have balance to ascend. But more than that, a person who is in balance, what happens that in that area, the fat of that area has to rise to the brain to fulfill the necessity of the used up cells. These cells, when they rise there, if they have no balance, they go mad. And that's how we have no understanding as to what is right and what is wrong. But if you are a balanced person, as said in the Ten Commandments, the Ten Guru Tattvas, the Guru Principles, if you have those intact, then the experience of the experiencer of the cell is endowed with it. And when they go to the brain, then what happens? That you do not feel any attraction to these stupid things that we do with our ego. Ego is a thing that makes you absolutely stupid. That's the end of ego. If you find somebody stupid, just give him up because he has been an ego-oriented person. But such a person indiscriminately can be extremely violent and can be very destructive as Hitler was. I have seen many people, group of people, who feel that they are challenged because I uh, somehow indirectly challenge them because I don't take any money. I believe that it should be actualization, it should be actual happening. They try even to come and hit me and do all kinds of violence. I'm surprised how do they call themselves enlightened people. They are supposed to be enlightened, so full of anger and temper. It cannot be an enlightened mind. So to face it up squarely, to understand it honestly, we have to know that it is something that is going to happen to us beyond human behavior, beyond human expectation, beyond human awareness. Now what is it that we cannot do? Let us see, very simple thing is, we can do, for example, if there's a tree is dead, we can make a nice staircase or a platform or something from dead to the dead. But we cannot make a flower which is real. We cannot transform a flower into a fruit. We cannot do any living work within ourselves. We can jump, we can scream, we can take some name. For that you don't need a guru. Why do you pay such a lot of money? You are so naive about it. That's what I say that the Indians are quite clever and they, these gurus could not prosper them so they went away to other countries to do all this nonsense. This is not to be taken as something that is going to give you anything. It's just a marketing stuff. It's a marketing stuff which they have now mastered so well. They know how to advertise, how to talk. It's all so done so well. And you just fix into it so much and it pampers your ego 
to believe that that is so. But why do you cheat yourself? You have to be honest. Now, the thing is that God has made you in a special way, which of course He has tried to explain, it's such a short time I'm with you, but He has tried to explain that you are built up like this. It is said in the Bible that I will appear before you like tons of flames. And these chakras are really like beautiful frames of different colors, but at the Sahasrara in the brain they are thousand and they are of different beautiful cooling colors, flames that are living. You can see them later on, not now, because first the question is of ascent. And when you ascend, then you don't see the light, you become the light. There's a difference between the two. You have to become and becoming is much more important than all this talk, all this saying. You have to become and when you become, how do you know that you become is that it happens on your central nervous system, that you feel it on your central nervous system. For example, if you take a dog and a dog is asked to pass through a dirty lake, the dog will do it, he has no problem. But we cannot pass because we have evolved higher, we have evolved to such an extent that we understand this is dirt filth. We can feel it on our central nervous system. So the experiencer of that filth and dirt is within us. But when you become a realized soul, you develop a system by which you become the experiencer of virtue, experience of goodness, of peace, experiencer of collective consciousness, collective consciousness. Means you can feel the another person, his chakras you can feel on your fingertips, you can feel your chakras which you can cure. This is known as bodha, that means on the central nervous system. This is what is the Vedas. In the first verse of Vedas is written that whatever is not Vida, Vida means, doesn't mean, in Sanskrit language doesn't mean that Vida is something that is your mental projection, but Vida means what happens to your awareness, a new dimension must come on your awareness, then it is Vida, otherwise it is not Vida. It's just thinking that I'm great, I'm belonging to this organization, I'm doing this. You are just trying to put yourself down. Please listen that it has to come on your central nervous system. The central nervous system itself should have the experience of the spirit and it should be able to record not only that but decode everything. So the first stage of the yoga is there where you become one with the divine. This is pure, simple Patanjali yoga I'm telling you. Those people who believe in standing on your heads and doing all these things, is just a wee bit of it. Actually, it is nothing compared to the whole book of Patanjali, which nobody reads. It has coming through so many uh, Western ideas, see, trickling down into something which I don't know from where. Poor Patanjali must be turning in his grave thinking what's happening to these people. Now, if you read Patanjali, he's clear cut, he said that, that when you get your realization, you first get into the state of thoughtless awareness, which is called as Nirvichar Samadhi, and then the second state is the state of Nirvikalp, where you become doubtlessly aware. That doesn't mean that mentally, but actually on your fingers you become clear cut, you, your sensitivity becomes clear cut. That's the doubtless awareness state of your being, which is to be established in Sahaja.
You cannot just talk or do something or something outside that it is going to work out. It is something that works out inside. But when there is the light inside, it is projected out to the other people. Because it is collectively conscious, it knows where it is required, how it has to flow. If you know now the expertise of handling, not the experience, first the experience, and then the expertise of handling this all-pervading power of God which does all these living things, then you become a yogi, then you are a yogi. Not just somebody gives you a name, now you are this yogi, that yogi, this ananda, that vananda, by these names and all that, don't be satisfied, don't cheat yourself. Must understand something has to happen within yourself. If you read any of our traditional uh, treaties in India, because India has dealt with the roots, while the West has dealt with the trees. You have developed a lot of it on the other side, and we have not yet been able to put forward what we had developed and we are developing on the other side, which is the roots. If the roots are not there, the tree will topple down. And this has to come to you in a clear-cut way to understand that what we have traditionally having one after another based on evolutionary process comes to this point now is described already that in these modern times thousands of people are going to get their realization. It's described by a great, uh, we should say the originator or the person who really started the whole of astrology. His name was Bhrugu. And Bhrugu wrote one book called Bhrugu Sangeeta and another is Nadi Granth. In the Nadi Granth is described exactly what is going to happen in Kali Yuga. Not only that, but he has also uh, been interpreted by another scholar, Bhagandar, in Karnataka, who has written a book in Sanskrit that what he is saying is these times he has described when thousands will get realization. Not only that, but even William Blake, who recently, about hundred years back, he died uh, in England. He has described into such details as to what is Sahaja Yoga. He said the men of God will become prophets, uh, will become, again he used the word become clearly, and they will have powers to make other prophets. He has described even the ashrams we are going to have, even my house, the location of it, absolutely. So just see the amount of seeing he had, the seer, the seer of such a great quality was born, born in England. And he said that Jerusalem has to be established in England, very difficult though, but still. Because according to us, England is the heart of the universe. Anything that happens in England or goes to England circulates. But as you know that English are very difficult people, they are very hard nuts. And I had to work with only seven people for four years. Imagine Christ was allowed to speak only for four years. And I was busy with seven people struggling with them in England for four continuous years. So fed up, if I had spent those four years in India, thousands would have got realization. They do, I just go for about two months to India and thousands get realization, they're just waiting me to be there. But I think you are all very deserving people. You are the people who are great saints born again in those countries who have so much of seeking. 
Imagine in Australia about, say, even thirty years back, so many people talking about these things. They were like a horse with a blinker. They could not see anything here and there. But these new people of new category have been born in all these countries and it is my duty to see that they are all given their Realization. The interviewer asked me, why do you do this work? Now how can you explain? Why did Cross do anything? Or why did Muhammad? Must you have some sort of an intention behind everything? It can be just my pleasure or maybe my nature that I have to do. It's like this, that if you, when you get these spiritual powers within you, you really become a real capitalist in the sense that you have the capital. And then you become like a communist because you cannot live without giving it. You want to do it. Christ has said, the enlightened light or the lamp is not kept under the table. In the same way, you start giving it to others in full way, working hard for it and you never feel you are working hard. You are so relaxed and so peaceful, so happy about it. Now I have to request you that as today is the only first day I have visited Brisbane and that this is absolutely a new subject to you. Maybe some might have talked about Kundalini in a very vague way or in a way that would have frightened you. I have to tell you that though I have come here after twelve years of my work, I find Brisbane has very good vibrations and you all can get your Realization if you want to get. I cannot cross your freedom. If you are not wanting, I cannot do it because the center part is for the people who have their full freedom to choose the right thing. We have two types, as I told you, the one who go after wrong things, the other who go, do not know what is right and wrong and trying to have something always new from somewhere which has no basis, which has no tradition, nothing. And the central one are the people who know what is the right thing and try to go to the right thing. These are the people are called as the Sattvikas. This is a special category of people. You can only give Realization to people who are Sattvikas, who are the people who are seeking for the right, who have discarded all that is wrong. Like, as you have seen Dr. Warren and there are many others who, go, who have gone through all kinds of various things. I mean, to hear from them, I am amazed how many <laughs> things they have been to. Uh, one gentleman came to see me, he started telling me he has been here, he has been there, I said, you better write it down. He wrote six pages altogether, see, full scape, on both the sides, how many places poor man has been. And he's, he was in a very big mess, health-wise, mentally, every way. So I told him, now you burn all this off and come back clean. Now let's have it done again. He got his Realization despite all these things he had done. I must say he got his Realization and he's a very good Sahaja today. So forget about it, whatever mistakes you have committed or done. One thing you must know that it is a living process of a living force, the love of God that has to work it out and you have to get something on your central nervous system not just jumping, screaming, shouting or becoming uh, serious or forced austerity, it's automatic. Everything works out. You are a human being, so there are so many automatic things you have and once you become the spirit, same thing happens. Then you get rid of all these conditionings you have had. 
like belonging to certain organization, belonging to this. Then you start belonging to God's organization, which is the reality, for which you cannot pay. We cannot have a registration number. We do not have any organization. God has no organization. You cannot organize God and you cannot ask people that I'll give you realization by giving a label or a brand or a name, nothing of that. You become absolutely a normal person and extremely dynamic, extremely dynamic, extremely compassionate and affectionate and tolerant. This is how we are going to bring peace on this earth. Not by talking about peace, having another organization of peace, making atom bomb on the other side. That's how we are not going to do it. We are going to do it only by our own transformation into that great thing which we are. We are nothing but the spirit. And only that spirit has to manifest. Once it manifests, you'll be surprised that one person can transform so many people. Actually in Australia, most of the work was done by these Sajogis, who were very few in number, started by Dr. Warren and they one by one did it. So I hope you all get it today. And then we are going to arrange a seminar for you or you call a workshop tomorrow and they will tell you exactly where to come, where we'll see if they have any problems or anything, we'll work it out and we have to establish it. That's the main thing, desire should be that if we get it, we should respect it and we must establish. You all are capable of getting it. Nobody is barred from getting it. But some people who are so conditioned that I know some people who just, you see, couldn't bear it and they fainted. So I don't want such people to be here who are very much conditioned because it's difficult for them to get realization. But if you just say, forget all these things, just I want my realization, you'll get it whatever may have been the conditioning. I must say the Divine is so kind, so kind, it has never been that kind and forgiving as it is today. And thanks to modern times that people have taken birth, jumped into this hell of modern times, to be born in this time and the whole problems and the tensions and the terrible shocking state in which we are has turned people into the new dimension of seeking and this new dimension of seeking is going to give them rewards. I don't know how to say many things in this little time. I must have given at least 2,000 lectures in London itself and in my own language at least 3,000 and maybe in Hindi language 400, 4,000 lectures, so there's no end to it. But what is more important is how many people get realization. It is not the lecture that is going to give you realization. Some do get it. Today both the interviewers got, got it just talking to me in that simple way. They didn't do anything. But we'll have to work it out for you in the sense that you will have to yourself raise your own Kundalini in a very simple way, which we'll do little later. Now, if you have any questions, I would say, instead of disturbing the mood of the people, you can write it down. And tomorrow, be kind to all of them. Tomorrow you can bring your questions to me, when I'm there at leisure, I'll answer you, I'll see that you get all your answers. But questioning and answering, I don't know your Kundalini will rise or not. The main problem for me is how to raise your Kundalini. 
that's not my problem how to satisfy you mentally even if you are mentally satisfied the kundalini may not rise you cannot guarantee it for everyone so to make it work you should be in a peaceful mood not in an offensive mood or any way disturbed i would say we'll not ask any questions just now but you can ask me questions later on when you come to see me i'm absolutely open to it i have too much of patience and too much of tolerance and i'm sure i'll be able to convince you that it is you who is important today and not anything else but you the seeker may god bless you in the short time dr warren may not have told you that all these chakras are made of the essences of the elements the body of it so we have to take the help of the mother earth to, for that we have to take out our shoes and put them on the sides and put both the feet on the mother earth at parallel level so the mother earth helps us you need not take out socks but please take out your shoe it is a very simple thing to do please Take out your shoes, please. That's all. Just listening to the lecture now. They are going to another lecture. <laughs> people and people. This is typically westernized. that they come to a lecture you see now they are going for another lecture like guru shopping going on there's no seriousness about it but in the in india though people are not so educated not so developed they understand because traditionally we know what is self realization we know how it works out and we understand a person who is doing it that's why see be careful about it because the tradition is not here that's the only problem we have we don't have the tradition of seeking we don't have the tradition so please understand that little bit you have to cooperate with me and you have to humble down in your heart if you are arrogant kundalini will never rise she is your mother she is your individual mother and she knows you very well she knows you very well she will rise only if you can really take to her otherwise she will not waste her energy so be careful on that that you should convince her that you really want realization that is very important now this kundalini is the true power the real power the power which is pure power of desire that's the real power of desire we have because all other desires that we have have no joy you want to have one thing then you want to have another thing it goes on it is never satiable 
it shows that all our joys are lost when we have everything affluence all affluent countries try to commit suicide so where is the joy lost because we have not yet found out the fulfillment of our true desire and this true desire is to be one with the divine so we have to keep to our true desire so the kundalini rises what if you come here you'll show them better now you have to do a very simple thing is to put the left hand on your lap comfortably towards me left side is the power of desire of general desire now the right hand is the one is the power of your action now you have to use it so that you yourself you know what are the centers are now the first of all we'll put the hand on the right heart here on the heart right hand on the heart the whole thing movement is on the left hand side and the left hand is kept towards me on your lap now you have to move the right ha- hand lower on to the cent- on the upper part of the stomach upper part of the stomach keeping both the feet on the ground and parallelize and then in the lower part of the stomach these are two centers the upper one is the center of your guru principle is the principle of mastery of your guide so through that you get your guidance which is built by many great gurus great incarnations <coughs> in our evolutionary process these are the milestones of your evolution all these centers are the milestones lower than that the lower part of the abdomen on the left hand side is the center where is the true knowledge technique through which you work out the technique is the machinery to work out the true knowledge technique is called as shuddha vidya meaning the true knowledge the pure knowledge then again you go back to your guru principle on the left side of your abdomen in the upper part and then to your heart then you go back here from front side on to your shoulder next to your neck in that corner press it hard here is from the front go across not from here here go this way on the left hand side yes left hand side now this center is very important because in the west there's a fashion i think to feel guilty about everything now i have given a lecture you must have picked up some point to feel guilty please forget the lecture you are not to feel guilty that is one promise you have to make you are not to feel guilty because this chakra gets caught up and is impossible to raise the kundalini so you don't feel guilty at all you just don't feel guilty about anything whatsoever because god is the ocean of forgiveness then you go up here and then at the back here and then on top of your head you have to put your palm 
pressing on the fontanelle bone area where it was a very soft bone in your childhood and to move it seven times like this. But one by one I'll tell you again in details. Now, it's very simple. First thing, you must take out your spectacles because it does good to your eyesight also. So better to take advantage of it as much as you can. And don't keep it in the pocket because you'll have to put your hands in the pocket. If you are wearing some coats and all that, better take it out, it may be a little hot for you. You should be comfortable is the main point. You should be very, very comfortable. There should be nothing tight on your waist or on your neck, something tight that makes you uncomfortable. You have to be comfortable because your attention should not go out because there is discomfort. It's as simple as that. Attention has to be taken in. Actually, the Kundalini, the happening of the Kundalini takes your attention inside. I cannot force it there, but Kundalini will just push your attention inside. For that, you have to keep your eyes shut. Just keep eyes shut till I tell you, please keep your attention inside by keeping your eyes shut. Please don't open your eyes till I tell you. It will not be much time for that. Too much light here, too much light. Little few lights could be off, would be better for them. Now, as it is, is working out. There are wonderful people here in Brisbane now. Now, what will you feel when you? I'll tell you later on to put your hand above your head. Then you will feel a cool breeze coming out of your head. Some of you might feel little heat coming out because first the heat sometimes comes out. Doesn't matter, and then you will feel the cool in your hands, which you can see later on. You can feel it, it's the experiencing of it, the all-pervading power. All right. So now, please close your eyes. Please close your eyes. And please don't open it till I tell you. Put your both the feet on the ground parallel and the left hand straight towards me. That's all, left hand straight towards me. Now with the right hand, what you have to do as I have told you, to put your right hand on your heart and now close your eyes. Please close your eyes. Please close your eyes. Now, when you put your hand on your heart, you should know that the spirit is reflected in your heart. It resides in your heart. Spirit is the reflection of God Almighty. So here you have to ask me a question, is a very fundamental question. You can call me Shri Mataji or Mother, whatever suits you. Mother, am I the Spirit? Ask the question three times. Mother, am I the Spirit? Sincerely ask a question, which you are. You better ask this absolute question to me. Now, take this right hand down onto the stomach, on the upper part, on the left hand side. As I told you, this is the center of the mastery. Now put your hand there, left hand towards me, please all of you do it, it will help you a lot, everywhere. Now put your hand there 
and you please ask a question which is related to the first question whether you are a spirit and if you are a spirit you become your master because the spirit is the guide so here you ask another question three times mother am i my own master mother am i my own guru mother am i my own guide ask this question three times with full sincerity and faith in yourself with full confidence and believing in you three times now take this hand in the lower part of the abdomen on the left hand side and press it a little bit as i told you there is the center of the working of this divine power is the technique that is worked out through this center so pl please put your hand on the left hand side of your abdomen in the lower region this has got six petals but here you have to have the understanding that you are free people i cannot i cannot force you so you have to say you want your realization that you have to say here mother i want the pure knowledge please give me mother please give me the pure knowledge six times please you have to say it otherwise i cannot force it i'm sorry i cannot do it so please say it with full understanding with full faith in yourself please may i have the pure knowledge the true knowledge at this time the kundalini starts moving six times because there are six petals to this center <coughs> say it from your heart open your heart say it from your heart not mentally but from your heart now raise your right hand in the upper part of the stomach on the left hand side in the upper part of the stomach on the left hand side put your right hand and press it where the center of the guru principle the master principle is there now as the kundalini has started moving you show your full confidence to her by saying mother i am my own master i am my own guru i am my own guide please say this 
ten times because there are ten guru principles. There are ten master principles which are the ten commandments. Please say ten times. Have full confidence in yourself. Don't feel guilty, please, because you are the temple of God. The seeker is a temple of God. Only the light has to shine through, that's all. So don't have any misconception about yourself. Tell yourself. Mm. <coughs> with all your heart and with all your understanding, say that, Mother, I am my own master. Please put your hand on the left-hand side of your stomach, on the upper part. Now, raise this right hand to the heart again. Press it hard. Here, to the heart. Please raise your hand to the heart. One should not go at the time when everybody is meditating, it's very disturbing for others. If you wanted, you should have gone earlier, but this is all, what's wrong? What's wrong? Very arrogant ways. Put your hand on the left-hand side of the heart and here you say, with a humble heart, with a very humble heart, please say, with full confidence in yourself. Mother, I am the Spirit. Mother, I am the Spirit. Mother, I am the Spirit. Twelve times. People are funny. <laughs> so. Ah, good. Javgon gone is good. Mm. It's good for us. Much better now, easier. Hmm. Twelve times. <laughs> now raise this right hand on to the left hand side of your neck onto the shoulder, press it hard. Here, as I told you, the center, which is very much caught up in the West, because one feels guilty all the time. So you have to say sixteen times, Mother, 
I am not guilty. With all respect for yourself. Mother, I am not guilty. Please say it sixteen times. Much better now. If you have a habit of saying that, you have to be very pleasant in this mood today that you are entering into the kingdom of God. And there's nothing to feel guilty or miserable about it. Just say, Mother, I am not guilty, with a pleasant mind and a mood. I am not guilty at all of anything. Because as I told you, God is not only the ocean of love and compassion, but He is the ocean of forgiveness. And what mistakes can we commit that He cannot forgive us? With full confidence, please say sixteen times. And if you still think you are guilty, you better take a punishment upon yourself by saying it hundred and eight times. Guilty is a very wrong attitude towards oneself. It's self-destructive, it creates physical problems, it creates angina, creates spondylitis, all kinds of troubles. Why do you indulge into such useless pursuits of feeling guilty? For small, small things we feel guilty all the time. Face it up. That's the worst of all. Mm, very strong. It's a sign of adolescence to feel guilty. Mature people never feel guilty. You must love yourself, you must respect yourself. After all, you are seekers, special category of people. Men of God, as described by William Blake. What is there to feel guilty? Still the chakra is catching, I'm sorry to say, but please say that I'm not guilty with all your heart. It becomes like a mountain, then the Kundalini rising is like raising a mountain if you have guilt in you. Better? Better now? Yes, it is better. Hmm? <laughs> Much better. In collective, I get blow in my ears the way people are guilty. Ha! Huh, now better, it's better now. Better? It's flowing. I'm broken so strong. Ah! Finished. Now better. From here to here, keep a banana. Now raise your right hand on your forehead, please. Now here again I have to tell you that people don't get realization if they don't forgive. Please forgive everyone by saying, Mother, I forgive everyone. Please forgive everyone. Now some say it's very difficult, I'm trying, 
Actually, you don't know, it's a myth. What do you do when you do not forgive? Nothing. And what do you do when you forgive? Nothing. But it's a myth. And the first myth that you do not forgive, under that you play into the hands of others. You are tortured because of that. So why do you want to play into the hands of others? Just say, I forgive everyone. Just say that, please, from your heart. How many times is not the point? Say it from your heart. Putting your hand on your forehead, pressing it on both the sides. Say it from your heart. I forgive everyone. Don't live with the myth. Just torture yourself for nothing at all. You are a seeker. You have no, no business to ruin yourself. You are great people. Just forgive. Now, still you are feeling guilty. It's better now that you put your right hand on the back of your head and once for all you say, if I have done anything against the glory of God, please forgive me. That's all. Once for all say, so that you don't feel any more guilty. Put your hand on the back of your head, back of your head, back of your head. Did you follow? Back of your head. Not on your neck, but back of your head. Press it hard. Now here you say once for all that if I have done any mistakes in the glory of God, please forgive me. So that's how you forgive yourself also. Please put your hand on top of your head, the palm. Now this is the fontanelle bone area, touch it in a way that you press it a little bit. Please put your right hand there and press it a little bit, seven times now. Move it clockwise. At this point, again, I'll have to request you to say uh, that you want your Self-Realization. I cannot uh, cross over your freedom. So you have to say, Mother, please give me my realization, I want it. You have to ask for it. Press it hard and push it down. <coughs> Take down your hand on your lap very slowly and slowly open your eyes. 
slowly. Now without thinking, you watch me, without thinking, without thinking, just without thinking. And put your left hand on top of your head about four, five inches and see if there's a cold breeze coming in. Put your left hand, right hand towards me like this, like this, like this. Just come forward. Right hand towards me, or just the other way around. Now see if there's a cool breeze coming in. Is it? It's very subtle. Is it? Good. Yes, it is there in some people. Don't doubt. Don't doubt yourself. That's the main problem is. Move it up and down and see if it is coming. Now turn round. You put the left hand down below and with the right hand you see. You test yourself and certify yourself. Right hand. With the right hand you see left hand towards me. Is it coming? Pay attention here, on top of your head. And don't think. Now just again turn the right hand and see with the left hand. You have to do it twice and it will work out. Hmm? Yes. Good? It's there, it's there. Now turn it on again with the left hand towards me and right hand. This is the real baptism. No? It's there, it's there. Now, if you are not getting in your hand, doesn't matter. What you have to do is to put your hands up like this and push back your head and ask the question, is this the power of God's love? Is this the Brahma Shakti? Is this the all-pervading power of the Holy Ghost? Just see that way. Put back your head and ask this question. Now, put down your hands and see your hands, you'll be feeling the cool breeze, same cool breeze. Just put down, keep your eyes open and see if the cool breeze is coming in your hands, all right? You may ask them to ask the question whether adding the Holy Ghost it will work out in the past three times. Some of them. Just to verify the experience, just ask the question uh, in your heart. On that thing would be better. Hmm? On there. Just have to turn the announcement. Uh, all right. Now don't think, don't think. That's one thing you keep yourself about thinking. You can do it now. You are in your vichar samadhi. So just try to keep that state of not thinking is important. Put your hands out towards Sri Mataji and ask the question in your heart, Sri Mataji, is this the cool wind of the Holy Spirit? Just ask it in your heart, not out loud. Just ask it three times with your eyes closed Is this the cool wind of the Holy Spirit? It's working. And that flow of vibrations is the unconscious, is the yes.
Now, all those who have felt the cool breeze on the head and on, or on the hands, please raise your hands, both of them, like this. <laughs> Just look at that wristband. <laughs> all of you, may God bless you, all of you are great, please put them down. So sweet, such a beautiful place this Brisbane is, I must say. Now, one thing I must tell you how to protect yourself, that is important. You must learn how to protect yourself and to raise your Kundalini tonight before sleeping. Now you've got your realization, but you must respect it. Now, how do you do it? To put left hand as you are sitting and put the left hand on the side like that. Left, left, right hand, sorry, right hand on the left hand towards me and the right hand on the side of it. And now raise it on top of your head, going round your aura like this, one, throw it down. Again take it over your head and two, seven times for seven chakras. And then three and then four. Five, six, and seven. Now, whether you've got realization or not, you try this way of raising your kundalini yourself. You can do it yourself and you'll see those who have got it will feel it more, those who haven't got it will feel the cool breeze again. Put the left hand towards the kundalini, you face that side, that's better towards the Kundalini, left hand facing the Kundalini while you are sitting. And now you have to move the hand, right hand like this, up, forward, downward, backward. The attention should be on the left hand. Let's do it. Now, start. Move the hand, left hand, slowly watching the left hand, go up to the head, push back the head, loosen your shoulders and give it a twist nicely and give it a knot. Now. Second time and third time. Again, please raise it. Now this time you'll find your hand will move faster. Now move your hand on top of your head, give it a twist again, a big twist and push it. Now for the third time you have to give three twists, that's all. Now. Take it up and give a twist once, two and three times. So, before sleeping tonight, you this, do this to yourself and sleep off, putting attention here. And tomorrow, I hope to see you again. We'll have a little meeting together, uh, much more informal. Uh, Dr. Warren will give you the address. Please write it down. I'll be looking forward to your coming. Tomorrow afternoon, as Srimataji has said, before she leaves, she'll be leaving at about 6.30, so you should come on time at 5 o'clock. Don't be late because she's leaving about 6 o'clock to 34 Norman Avenue, Norman Park. Again. 34 Norman Avenue, Norman Park. Near enough to the city to get there easily. 34 Norman Avenue, Norman Park in Give also the Brisbane. phone number. Give also the phone number. Could we have the phone number? Please write, also get the phone number and try to be there tomorrow I'm leaving. But uh, I have postponed my going in the morning just to see you all. Because I knew there would be lots of people in Brisbane. 
moreover will give you absolute individual attention to see if you have any problems we'll take <coughs> about this and also will be able to explain to you things which you are not understanding also those who have not got realization will work it out for them thank you very much may god bless you